This is the Less Doing Podcast with your host, Ari Mysel. Learn how to optimize, automate, and outsource and be more effective at everything. Hi everyone, welcome to the Less Doing Podcast. This is Ari Mizell. Today I'm going to be interviewing Aubrey Marcus from Onnit. And uh, Onnit is a company that makes supplements and sells some power foods and uh, some fitness-related items, but they have some really cool inspiration for the supplements that they make and uh, a different way of approaching some of these things. So I think you're really going to enjoy that. I mentioned one of the supplements uh, called Alpha Brain in my intro to biohacking class. So I would highly recommend everyone check that out if you want to perform at a higher level. I'm also really excited to announce that I have just reached my thousandth newsletter subscriber, which is kind of a big deal for me because the blog has been getting a lot of traffic for a while now, which has been really exciting. But the newsletter is something that I haven't pushed too much. Uh, I try to let people sort of sign up for it organically. So I feel like hitting a 1,000 was sort of a, a critical mass. So uh, in honor of that and as a gift to all of you for being such loyal listeners and hopefully newsletter subscribers, I'm giving a really big discount on all three of my classes on Udemy, both all uh, including the uh, Intro to Biohacking, the Art of Less Doing, and the Gmail IFTTT and virtual assistant class. All you have to do is use code 1000, the number 1000, and you're going to get 75% off or more on those three classes. So please go check them out. Even if you don't have the time to take the class right now, you can sign up and you'll have access forever for when you do feel like it's time to become more effective. Uh, Finally, I want to just read a review that we got on the Less Doing podcast, as promised, each week. ComposerGuy78 says, I would recommend this podcast to anyone. If you are self-employed or just incredibly busy, it's essential listening. So ComposerGuy78, please get in touch with me, and your free gift will be coming your way. Uh, In other news, I just want to also say that I'm sort of settled in here in our new home, my wife and I, now that we live on the uh, east end of Long Island, and it's been amazing. I I was worried that there may be a lack of productivity here because of maybe a lack of motivation, but the truth is is there's no distractions. We have sort of freed ourselves from a lot of that, so I've been able to get a lot done, and that's been really, really gratifying, and we we just love it, so... Just want to point that out there and put that out in the universe, how happy we are to be here. (laughs) So with that, I hope you enjoy the interview with Aubrey. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the West Doing Podcast. Today, my guest is Aubrey Marcus from Onnit, which is uh, a company I've talked about before. They're the makers of Alpha Brain among some other really cool supplements. But even besides Onnit, Aubrey is... Uh, let's just say a pretty awesome guy. He is uh, an optimizer of people. He's had some amazing experiences in his life, everything from from ayahuasca sessions to MMA fighting, and uh, really excited to have you on the show. Thanks for being here, Aubrey. 
Ah, it's my pleasure. Glad to be on. So first off, just tell you know, how did you get to 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 here? How you know? Tell me, tell tell me what happened after. You know, I know you started uh, as a sort of an athlete in basketball when you're in high school, but you know, where does it go from there? Yeah, well, really, um, you know, my um, in college, I was just really taking classes I liked, expanding my mind, thinking about things. I really didn't know exactly where I was going to go. I just had faith that if I continued to exercise and stretch the capacity of my mind and, and my own ability to be disciplined and improve myself, um, that eventually I would figure something out. So I didn't really figure anything out uh, until, you know, after college. So I said, well, um, you know, I'm good at improving things. I'm good at problem solving. I'm good at puzzle solving. So I decided to start my own marketing firm. And with that, you know, I was able to get exposure to a bunch of different industries, uh, public and private company, really learn how they worked and, um, you know, kind of find the inner workings of, of e-commerce and business in general, investment banking, all of these tools that I would later have to utilize when starting my own brand. So, you know, while I thought probably right from the start that I would have been ready to, you know, run a company like Onnit, um, you know, a lot of the lessons I needed to learn and uh, improve and get better on until finally, um, 2010, I really did feel ready and had a pretty good idea, although it wasn't the ultimate idea, um, to start making some supplements and, um, you know, just went out and raised a little bit of money and um, created my first two supplements, which bombed, which failed. (laughs) They were a hangover, you know, they were a hangover remedy supplement. And, um, you know, it just was kind of the wrong idea. And then I completely shifted course, learned some lessons from that, and uh, accepted that my first go wasn't quite right, uh, and then focused on a cognitive enhancer and, and partnered up with Joe Rogan and um, really got with scientists and doctors and athletes and uh, did a lot of testing and created um, what I believe to be is the best cognitive enhancer in existence. And that was really the foundation and starting of Onnit. And then from there, just applying the same methodology of, you know, talking to the athletes, talking to the doctors, doing the research, doing the testing, and picking categories that can help people improve and optimize their life, uh, from other supplements to functional foods to even really kind of innovative but old-school fitness training equipment. Um, it's all the same principle. You know, how can you get the maximum result uh, from the minimal and simplest, I should say, uh, efforts possible. So, okay, well, that sums up really well, I'd say. So, one of your one of the supplements that you offer is called Shroom Tech, right? Now, mm-hmm. before we we get into too much about what Shroom Tech is, you do have some experience, right? Personally, with uh, some <laughs> natural, uh, what it was, psilocybin? Was it called psilocybin compounds? Psilocybin. Yeah, this does. That's uh, I see you bridging the gap between my personal and professional life, and uh, you know, <laughs> uh, I try to keep those realms pretty distinct. Although, you know, obviously, when you're talking about expanding the mind, and which is something that I've always looked to do, and stretching the capacity of your consciousness, you know, I've found um, responsible psychedelic medicines in proper set and settings to be a real uh, advantageous tool. Um, now, psilocybin was uh, was a tool that I used, um, you know, with some shamans out in the desert in Mexico when I first started getting going. 
And then, you know, in my later years, I switched to ayahuasca, which I've done uh, with some shamans down in the rainforest in Peru. And uh, that seems to be uh, a better tool for me to do on a, you know, annual or biannual basis um, to kind of reconnect uh, with the different patterns of thinking and really expand the mind. But the shrimp tech sport has nothing to do with that. <laughs> it is focused on a medicinal mushroom that grows, that comes naturally from Nepal and the high altitude regions of China and um, has made up that adaptations because of the high altitude that it fosters in to allowing greater oxygen utilization for anybody who ingests it. And it's called the cordyceps denensis mushroom. So that's what we based our pre-workout formula on, uh, something that was not stimulant-based, but instead would feed your muscles with more oxygen, uh, which is something that every athlete, endurance or otherwise, can use. Oh, absolutely. You know, so, and, and I mean, you know, you call it stream tech. I had a, I had a, at least that idea. Had a I, 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 I understand. understand. I'm sure. I put it out there. But I set myself up for that one. <laughs> well, and you know, I, I'm, I'm, I love what you said because I, I'm a big, uh, not fan, but I'm a, I'm a big proponent of sort of being aware of the cognitive bias that comes from sort of getting too set in your ways, and you know, the, the whole, the whole very currently very popular, unfortunately very popular idea of being head down, you know, and I feel like people kind of get stuck in this mode and they can't see outside themselves, and that's where you know our real creative ideas come from. So, I, I think that that's. It's a very, very important sort of connection to make. Uh, but so now I, I – sh- okay, so that's really great about Shroom Tech. I want to talk about Alpha Brain for a minute before I get into a couple of other things. But I have uh, – so as a productivity person and as a biohacker and stuff, you know, everyone – a lot of times they end up talking about nootropics. And some nootropics are kind of scary, you know, and one of the more popular ones, that I'm sure you know, is ProVigil and Herbidaphanol. And those, but those are like, those are real drugs. Whereas alpha, everything in alpha brain is not only is it really natural, but there's some really good studies, uh, really well documented studies associated with the compounds in it. And I just personally want to say that, you know, my first experience with alpha brain, which was possibly and probably a little psychosomatic, but I was working on, uh, one of my online courses and I had finished about 25% of it over the course of three weeks. And I took three or two alpha brains that the day and I finished the course that night and I felt this sense of clarity that I just hadn't, partly because of the fact that I have two four-month-olds right now and a 21-month-old in my house. Uh, but there's something amazing about being able to unlock that power, whatever it takes. So let, let's talk about how Alpha Brain kind of came out because there's so many compounds in it that have so many great properties. Yeah, you know, what, what, what I wanted to do was focus on your neurotransmitters. And your neurotransmitters are the basic foundation for cognitive function. And the neurotransmitter that I was targeting primarily was the acetylcholine system. And acetylcholine is responsible for mental speed, focus, clarity, sharpness. And uh, that neurotransmitter we, we targeted with two different compounds particularly, alpha-GPC, glycerophosphorylcholine, which is the raw source of acetylcholine, and then Huperzia serrata, which is an acetylcholine esterase inhibitor, and that actually prevents the breakdown of acetylcholine once it gets produced in the brain. So you're creating a surplus of acetylcholine, which really allows the brain to operate on a very focused level. Now, we didn't stop there, of course. created a lot of, you know, neurospecific antioxidants and, and other compounds like Bacopa and our proprietary AC11, which comes from cat's claw, um, 
added in some, you know, vasodilators, cerebral vasodilators like vincocetine um, to really kind of open up and expand blood flow to the brain because more blood equals more nutrients equals, you know, higher cognitive function. Um, and then also, you know, because when you get uh, a surplus of acetylcholine, you may feel yourself being a little antsy. Um, we created some, we put in some, you know, GABA, uh, some amino acids that are related to the GABA mechanism, like L-theanine, which kind of tempers the action of the acetylcholine as far as the anti kind of agro side that it could potentially get. And so it mitigates that, but still allows all of the positive side of the benefits, uh, along with oat straw, which is another, um, you know, anti-stress herb, a lot of traditional use. And then, of course, focused on um, adding uh, L-tyrosine, which is a precursor for the dopamine system as well, to make sure that you're getting, you know, a more balanced um, neurotransmitter mix and one of the reasons why we call alpha brain a complete balanced nootropic. So the, there's two that I want to talk about specifically in there. So all of those have it, – it, it is really interesting how you have sort of figured out this really interest or really – well balanced mix. Uh, the cat's claw. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited about the cat's claw because cat's claw was one of the supplements that I discovered through my Crohn's journey that was really helpful for me, not only as an anti-inflammatory, but it's also a smooth muscle relaxer, which is probably why it was mm-hmm. really helpful for Crohn's. How does that, how does the cat's claw really play into the, to the brain function? I mean, other, is it because of the anti-inflammatory properties or what else? Partly. Partly. Um, you know, the studies done on, well, first of all, it's not just cat's claw. So it's cat's claw that has gone through a proprietary process by a publicly traded company called Optogenics uh, that only produces this one compound called AC11. And they have tons of studies on it, actually studies that it's been shown to repair DNA at a cellular level. It's that strong. So it takes cat's claw and it isolates um, some of the natural compounds within it and magnifies those. So creates basically a super-powered cat's claw. And what that's going to do is it's going to help the other ingredients work better. It will, you know, it does do some things to the inflammatory system, but it also clears up a lot of these kind of free radicals and the cellular damage that's happening to both neurons and, um, you know, other cells. And and that's what we're hypothesizing it's doing. Um, Obviously, knowing and kind of being able to prove that it repairs DNA on a cellular level, um, we also feel that it's improving things on a neuronal level and, you know, possibly even having some effects on the synaptic plasticity and some of the other positive benefits in the brain. Um, But we'd have to really get in there and take a look at it. But the results are that when you add it to the formula, you get a whole different animal than when you don't have it. And that's something that we can feel and and test within uh, different batches of the formula. So it's, it's a great product, and I'm really... Uh, happy to have made that alliance with Oxygenics to get access to that product. Yeah, I mean, I, when I saw that in there, I was like, oh, I've taken this before, but this is this seems like a better version. This is really cool. So I was yeah, excited exactly. to see that. So it's also nice to see that you're using Bacopa, which is, uh, you know, obviously an Ayurvedic herb. So right off, it's cool to see an Ayurvedic herb as part of it. And, and you know, Bacopa is often referred to as the queen herb uh, of Ayurveda. What I've seen in the research, which there's been a lot uh, on how it can increase your memory and everything, is that it seems to take about a month for that full effect to be realized. So is this sort of a 
a modified version of a COPA also? Uh, no, you know, we uh, we definitely standardized it to make sure that you're getting enough bacticides and, and some of the useful parts in there. So um, every batch is going to be, the, you know, the same. Um, but it's not anything that's particularly innovated as the test claw product is. But, you know, there's there's certain elements of the alpha brain that are going to work immediately and certain elements that, as you suggested, are really going to improve over time. And I think the COPA is one of the ones that's going to give you more and more benefits the longer you take um, the alpha brain, whereas some of the effects, as in the cholinergic effects and uh, um, vasodilation effects, you know, more blood flow, those will take place, you know, pretty much within the first dose uh, that you take. We've just started working and doing some brain scan analysis um, of people before and after taking the alpha brain, and we're starting to notice some, you know, significant um, changes in the brain even right after the first dose. So, um, you know, excited to kind of expand our research into that and really uh, be able to present those findings when, when we're able to. Well, okay, so that actually is a good lead into my next question is how are you primarily doing the testing? Are you having people, you know, take tests? Are you, are you obviously using brain scans? What, is that the primary mechanism? Well, we have a clinical trial that's ongoing and we have a, a data set that's um, kind of from the pilot to this clinical trial that um, should be presented at a conference in February. Um, but as far as, you know, when we first started, it was just, you know, hey, tell your friends, get all your friends, tell your friends, tell their friends, and then get as much feedback as you can on these sample batches. And then from now, um, you know, we have obviously a lot more data coming back from our thousands and thousands of customers. Um, that have created subtle modifications in the formula based on a larger data set. And then, of course, the, the final step is, uh, you know, clinical trial to really validate and also explore, um, you know, perhaps what we could be doing better. Cool. Okay. So as far as, um, as, far as the supplements, because I know you have, you know, you also have food and other things, do you, do you take everything? <laughs> I wouldn't have made it if I didn't want it. That's kind of one of the criteria for what I do. Now, do I take every single thing every single day? No, of course not. Um, but do in, a, in the course of a week, I'm pretty sure I hit every single thing. Um, you know, I, I, these are all things that I love and all things that help me in my life. So um, I wouldn't carry them. I wouldn't put them through on it if I wasn't a huge fan of what they're able to do and how they're able to help uh, you lead an optimized life. Okay, I like that. Uh, and uh, the, the the last supplement that I want to talk about actually is your testosterone, uh, su mm -hmm. you know, supporter basically, because mm -hmm. at least I, I mean I, I know this you read about it all the time, but I am I, I'm seeing with a lot of people that there seems to be this this dip in testosterone that's happening earlier and earlier to people, and you know there's all sorts of magical ways to boost testosterone, and a lot of them are legitimate, and a lot of them are not legitimate, so. What you know? What makes your tea different? Well, you know, one of the things we really wanted to focus on was we don't want any of our products to have any negative repercussions down the road. So if you add that's nice, like, yeah, exactly. And not a lot of companies really care about that. They want to just give you an immediate sure. effect. So so if you're adding absolutely like if you're adding something like DHEA or some exogenous source of testosterone or androgenic compound, 
Um, basically, what's going to happen is your own body's engine that produces uh, testosterone naturally is going to start to shut down as soon as it sees testosterone coming in from other sources. And it may not start up again if it, you know, once it shuts, once it shuts down. So people who, you know, taken a lot of steroids and testosterone, that's why they kind of have to stay on testosterone replacement therapy on a permanent basis because their body would have a very difficult time recovering production. So we wanted to focus on endogenous production. And to do that, we wanted to make sure that we just provided the body with the raw, natural ingredients that could help their engine, their testosterone engine, run more efficiently. Um, so, you know, we, we just focused on that and then also some compounds, some natural compounds that minimize excess estrogen because the same engine that makes testosterone will also make estrogen. So to be effective in balancing the two, you have to, you know, mitigate some of the excess estrogen that's being produced as well. So we feel like we got a kind of an ideal combination um, that's able to do both of those things. And, um, and then we threw in a few extra things that helped with some athletic performance. Um, as well, because, you know, doing squats is going to help you produce testosterone, too. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like, I always tell people, you know, eat good fats, sleep well, and lift heavy stuff. That's uh, it. That's the foundation. That's the magic formula. So, now, on the food side, uh, this is going to get more personal to you, because I think this, this is kind of cool to me, because I look at your food stuff, and I see... I see good fats. I see bulletproof executive stuff. I see paleo stuff. I see, you know, chocolate. And there's, there's, there's basically, I'm looking at my diet when I, when I do the pull down menu of food. So how, and, but this looks like it's come from several different sources. So what, what is, is this sort of molded on your personal, you know, feelings towards food or, or, or how'd that come about? Well, it's interesting you say that because it touches on a deeper philosophical point. You know, I, Absolutely. I was a philosophy major in school, and you get all of these different schools of philosophy, and they spend so much time defending their position that they're unwilling to acknowledge the kernel of good that comes from pretty much every school of thought. You know, and I think diet is another one of those arenas where everybody spends so much time defending their diet plan that they don't you know, just open up the possibilities and say, okay, this was a good idea from you, and this was a good idea from you, and this was a good idea from you, but let's not get crazy. You don't need to take it to the extreme. Let's just take the best of everything. And that's really what I tried to do, take the best of the bulletproof kind of concepts, the best of Mike Dolce's earth-grown nutrient concepts, the best of some of Tim Ferriss' concepts from 4-Hour Body, and put them all, you know, put them all together and, uh, you know, come up with, a basic middle ground system that touches on, you know, the mutual points of agreement between all of these things. And that is basically don't put GMO crap in your body. You know, try to eat as much raw food as possible. Make sure you get enough fats. And if it didn't come from the earth at some point, it's probably not a food. <laughs> so don't eat it. Um, and that's just basically the uh, the philosophy of our, of our foods. And we try to make stuff taste good, too. And that, that's something I really like. <laughs> you can do that. That's always nice. That yeah, you can do that and have something taste pretty sketch. Uh, but our stuff is delicious. And, you know, food is one of the main pleasures in life. You know, I mean, food and sex and <laughs> this is some of the some of the magic of living in this 
this dimensional realm that we're in. So might as well enjoy it. Uh, hey, I, I love that. So, you know, I, there, you're obviously, you know, you're clearly performing at a high level. There's there's some, there's a couple pictures uh, online of you, especially with the warrior heart, where you, you're clearly pretty ripped. So what what's your diet like? Is it, is, it, is it what we're just talking about, or, you know, generally, how do you eat? As much as possible. You know, I end up entertaining a lot of people. So, you know, going out to eat, it's difficult to, you know, kind of keep – you know, keep these principles in mind. So when I'm eating at home, I do my best to stick to these principles, especially I'll always stick to the earth-grown nutrient principles, and I stay away from the crap like soda and really processed junk and and things like that. I mean, all all my grocery shopping I do at, you know, natural grocery stores and, and things like that. And when I choose restaurants, I try to choose cleaner restaurants. If I'm going to a steakhouse, I'll ask them if they have any of the grass-fed beef. Um but you know, I'm not I'm not crazy about it. You know, I, I think some people get really, really, really strict, and, and then if it works for them, great. You know, I know that uh, you know, like I've had dinner with Dave Asprey before, and he he sticks to the code, man. That dude does not bend. Um, but I'm a bend <laughs> dude, and sometimes sometimes I'll bend so much that you won't even recognize me. <laughs> as far as the, from a diet point of view, I'll just say, you know, screw it. Today I'm just going, you know, I'm going wild. You know, drinks and food, and just enjoy myself, and then uh, make sure I get strict uh, again back on the other side to bring things back into balance. But that's just general. So it's funny. It's funny. You say, it, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, that's it. No, so it's funny you say that because uh, I'm sort of the same way. And having been through an uh, experience where I was, you know, in chronic pain, and you know, food was the enemy for me. Now I, I try to go the extreme opposite where, I mean, I, I eat very healthy and I say that my wife and I eat probably 90% of our meals at home and, you know, but I'm also not opposed to, to bending those rules quite a bit. And, and I was, I was interviewing Jimmy Moore the other day, who's the living Levita low carb guy. You probably heard of him, right? Mm, no, I haven't. That's hilarious though. Okay. Is, okay. First of all, so I think it's the greatest website name ever, but so he, he's really cool and he lost 180 pounds on a ketogenic diet and, He's now like he's a cholesterol expert. He's awesome. But we were on the the interview, and I said to him, I "Was like, you know, I I am not low carb. Like, I would be really lying if I said I'm low carb. I think because I really love to have sandwiches sometimes, and I really love to have a bowl of pasta. And but the cool thing was that I actually have the numbers to back it up. And apparently, your triglycerides are an indicator of your carb tolerance. So anything below 100 is considered really good. And we're on the call or on the, the interview, and I had my numbers up, and my number of my triglyceride number is 54. Uh, so I was like, I mean, I guess I can bend the rules quite a bit as far as carbs go. Right, right. Yeah, I imagine I imagine I'm kind of similar. My body responds as long as they're the right kind of carbs, not you know just a bunch of sugar. Then uh, my body responds pretty well. You know, I mean, I could eat quite a bit of you know whole grain rice or quinoa or um, you know, brown rice pasta or something like that, my body feels is pretty good. So I, I don't really stress too much about that. I just try to make sure that the nutrient, you know, quality is strong in whatever I'm eating. So, and, and right, and that's, I think, is a really good way of looking at it. Stressing about food is probably the worst thing that you can do. So mm-hmm. uh, as, far as, as far as fitness goes, now you have some really cool stuff on your site for fitness. You know, you've got kettlebells and you've got, you've got some really primal stuff, you know, things where you're, 
you're really moving in a sort of natural way, sort of some some that are unbalanced and uncoordinated in some ways, you know, for, for good mm-hmm. purposes. What's your, you know, and, and so you've done MMA, you've been around the world, like how do you work out? Man, I play with all the toys that we have here, and, uh, you know, that's that's what's been really fun for me. You know, I've, I did more traditional kind of exercise for athletes back in the day, which was, um, you know, basic plyometrics mixed with weightlifting and, you know, then actually just playing the sport and doing running and suicides and things like that. So now, you know, really working with a lot of these MMA athletes in particular, we're bringing in a lot of these highly functional components that are just a lot of fun, you know, like the steel mace, the ropes. I still do some traditional weightlifting um, just for, you know, I think the mass building potential that it has is uh, – is something that is still really valuable, but if I just do that, I feel impossibly slow and my joints start to hurt. So I just blend that in with a lot of the other stuff that's more free range of motion, and uh, I feel stronger and better than I ever have. Truly, you know, I, I was just talking to you know top UFC fighter Cub Swanson who is out here, and um, you know basically he does a ton of stuff involving balance and explosion, and the balance stuff he does is really incredible. And he said, you know, he basically explains that you're never in a situation where you're, you know, you're not in a perfect world, especially in fighting. You know, you're going to be off balance. You're going to be on more on one leg than the other. You're going to be moved around. And so getting strength as well as stability and, uh, you know, range of motion is, is crucial. And so I, I've really kind of adapted my training to that methodology and um, honestly feel better and look better. So, so I like to wrap up these podcasts with with a question that I, I try to ask everybody at the end of these, which is, what are the top three things that you personally, your, your top three personal tips for productivity, for wellness, for just being more effective? Yeah, you know that's a that's a good question to ask because I think there's a, there's a few things that I try to do um, that really kind of help help me stay on task and stay focused. Um, one of those things is, you know, of course, I'm a fan of Tim Ferriss and his in his books, and he talks a lot about this. Um, but eliminating what you don't necessarily need to do, and I think that's a key thing. If you're trying to do too many things at the same time, no matter how efficient you are, it doesn't matter. It's simply too much. So if you can delegate, if you're in that kind of position, or just be reasonable with what your task load is let's say you know you want to write a book well and you're trying to do that at the same time that you're trying to start a company and do a variety of other things focus on one and finish it rather than having a million tasks open at once and this is something that's been challenging for me because i hate putting things on hold so i want to start and do everything simultaneously but the best thing to do is just focus on what you can handle execute that and then when you're ready for another task then focus on that I think that's, um, you know, kind of one important thing that I do. Um, another thing is, you know, you gotta, you got to find ways to really quiet the clutter in your mind. And I have, you know, of course, as we touched on earlier, you know, sometimes I'll go to the jungle and do that in a big way. But then also just on a day-to-day basis, find some kind of practice, either yoga, exercise, meditation, some way to escape from 
the clutter that's surrounding your life and kind of reset the balance uh, because just kind of hammering away without ever giving your brain a break where it can kind of shut off and just allow you to go through the motions and be in the zone, uh, it's really easy to get burned out and you're not going to be as efficient. And the third thing is um, really to focus on your own vitality and energy source. You know, when I'm energetic and I feel great, I accomplish infinitely more than when I don't. So, and that's, you know, it's a matter of being healthy, eating the right food, supporting your body, not eating too much. You know, when you gorge yourself on a bunch of food, it's really hard to be effective for the next two hours. If you gorge yourself on too much alcohol, you're not going to be effective the next day. And while there's going to be times that you're going to want to do that, you're not going to want to do that on a consistent basis if you're really trying to be efficient. So those are kind of three of the things that I use to help me be the most efficient, optimized Aubrey Marcus that I can be. Well, I love those. Those are, those are great. So the thank you so much for that. Um, I, I think that uh, you've very generously offered to do a discount code for my listeners, right? Absolutely, yeah. Anybody who wants to go to onnit.com, O-N-N-I-T.com, you can put in code LESSDOING, and um, you will get 10% off all of our supplements. And I hope you enjoy them as much as you have, my friend. <laughs> thank you, Aubrey, and uh, thank you again for your time. And uh, we look forward to more human optimization coming out of Onnit in the near future. Absolutely, absolutely. And if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can look at me up at at Warrior Poet US or Facebook slash Warrior Poet US. Same thing. Excellent. All right. Well, you have a great day. All right. Take care. All the best. Thanks again, man. That was great. Thanks for listening to the Less Doing Podcast with Ari Mizell. For more ways to make everything in your life easier, head over to lessdoing.com and also on Twitter at twitter.com slash Ari Mizell or Facebook at facebook.com slash lessdoing. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to head over to iTunes and leave a positive review. It's greatly appreciated. You can learn the art of less doing, getting started with biohacking, and how to make Gmail, IFTTT, and virtual assistants your ultimate productivity toolbox at udemy.com slash less doing. Until next time, keep optimizing, automating, and outsourcing everything you do.